Greetings. This is Bill St. Romain. Thank you for tuning in to my Awaken podcast channel. This message is on contemplative prayer methods, and it's the audio segment of a video teaching series I've done on Christian prayer methods. It's published online. That's why you'll hear in some places references to other slides and teachings. If this topic interests you, check out my website at shalomplace.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-M-P-L-A-C-E dot com for more information on the Christian Prayer Methods video course, which comes with handouts and resource materials. And now, our podcast. Contemplation is resting in God's loving silence without any particular acts of reflection or consideration. It's just being with God, experiencing God as the mysterious one who loves us unconditionally. Obviously, this is a very desirable experience. How could we come to know this more fully in our lives? This presentation looks at contemplative prayer methods that help us to move into openness to contemplative prayer. So here's a slide we looked at in lecture number five on praying with scripture, in which we see contemplatio or rest as the uh, bottom rung or phase of the prayer process. However, this is not something we can do ourselves. It's a grace from God that often flows from our reading, reflecting, and responding. It sometimes lasts just a short period of time, sometimes much longer. So we can't control it, and even if we don't come to that kind of an experience, even if we're not drawn into it, what we experience from reading, reflecting, and responding is still a good thing in itself. And I believe that praying with Scripture is the best path, the most trustworthy path to contemplative prayer. Spending time praying with Scripture produces a state of mind that's sometimes been called recollection. Recollection means that the mind and the heart are oriented toward God, that we're less interested in our own distractions than we are with God's presence to us, and we're open to receiving whatever it is God wants to give us, including openness to contemplative rest. Sometimes, however, people are already recollected when they come into prayer, perhaps from previous prayer experiences during the day, from worship, from a period of service, or right living, or prayer on the go. So they don't necessarily need to spend much time reading scripture, reflecting, and responding. And they're ready to use the contemplative methods that we're going to talk about here. I might mention that if one isn't recollected, then the contemplative methods that we're going to talk about can be very difficult to practice. Because if you're not recollected and you move into the silence, then what you'll experience primarily is your distractions. And it'll be very difficult to move beyond the distractions into a period of recollection and waiting on God. The first contemplative method we're going to examine is called 
Christian meditation. And it's a method developed by a Benedictine monk named John Main, who lived in the 20th century. Main's travels took him to Malaysia, where he met Swami Satyananda, who taught him a simple method of meditation using a mantra. A mantra is a word or phrase repeated in the mind. He began to use this method in his own spiritual practice using the phrase Maranatha. And this is an Aramaic term meaning come Lord. Aramaic is the language spoken by Jesus. So May used this method for two 30-minute periods each day, and he found that he experienced a deep peace and awareness from this discipline. During the course of his later studies of the Christian mystical tradition, he came upon the writings of John Cassian, whom he found to be teaching a meditation form similar to what he had learned from Swami Satyananda. The method goes like this. You begin by setting aside 20 to 30 minutes in the morning and the evening. Invite the Holy Spirit to be with you during this time and to lead you in your prayer. Close your eyes. Sit straight. Mentally repeat the phrase, Maranatha, but four distinct syllables, ma ra na tha And you don't synchronize it with your breath. You just repeat it again and again with your mind. You listen to it as you say it. ma ra na tha And after 20 minutes or so, and you might use a timer with a a bell or ringing or something to uh, indicate when the time is up. Then you simply open your eyes and get in touch with your body sensations and then get up and go about your day. This form of meditation is very similar to transcendental meditation, the practice taught by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, and which was very popular uh, beginning in the 1960s and still is to some extent. Only Maine uses a Christian word, you might say, and situates it in the context of the overall Christian life. It's a contemplative prayer method in that it's not reflecting on the meaning of a particular passage of Scripture, but quieting the mind and opening us to receive God's gift of loving presence and rest. There's an organization that was formed to help promote this prayer. It's called the World Community for Christian Meditation, and you can find out more about it on the Internet. So if you would like right now, you could simply pause and just take a few minutes, quiet yourself, and go through the process and see what it's like. Centering prayer is another contemplative prayer method and one that's become quite popular. It was developed in the late 60s and early 70s by a number of Trappist monks, Thomas Keating, William Menninger, and Basil Pennington, 
as something of a response to TM, which we mentioned in the previous slide. Transcendental meditation was catching on, was very popular, and a number of Christians were practicing it and asking, why don't we have something like this in our own tradition? And of course, John Main was responding with Christian meditation, but sometimes people weren't aware of that. So uh, the Trappists uh, began to look at our own tradition and, and found a number of different practices. We've mentioned John Cassian al already. There's the Cloud of Unknowing and some of the prayer methods mentioned by St. Teresa of Avila. And they, they began to formulate a, a method that people could um, use based on these ancient teachings. It presumes a state of recollection and so it's ideal to practice this during the course of uh, Lectio Divina, but it may be that, as we've already mentioned, one is recollected when one comes into prayer. And so the method goes like this. It's to be practiced for 20 to 30 minutes, twice a day. And by the way, these are just suggestions. If you can only do 10 minutes once a day, well, that's better than nothing. Before you enter into the prayer, you choose a sacred word, a word or phrase that is the symbol of your intention to consent to God's presence and action within. So it's not a mantra in that sense. You're not going to repeat this word again and again in your mind as you do uh, with Christian meditation. And the word can be anything. It can be something from your scripture reading. It can be a word or phrase you use every time. Jesus. God, Holy Spirit, whatever. And sometimes people even like to use uh, um, just a sacred image or gesture. Imagine their sacred word as being in the light, uh, something like that. But the point is that the word expresses your openness to God and your willingness to receive what God wants to give you. Then sitting comfortably with your eyes closed, you gently introduce the sacred word. When you discover that thoughts arise that begin to engage you, thoughts that you become interested in, you return ever so gently to the sacred word. And that's pretty much it. That's the practice. Sit before God, open to God, using the sacred word to express your openness to God. When distractions arise that grab your attention, return to the sacred word. And you end the period by remaining in silence with your eyes closed for a couple of minutes or so. And sometimes people like to say the Lord's Prayer at the end as well. An organization called Contemplative Outreach was formed to help promote this practice they offer retreats and workshops around the country. You can find out more about them on the internet. Perhaps they even have a group meeting in your area. The third and final method we'll review is called breathing prayer. There's no major leaders or movement or website for this one. We note that in the scriptures, the term ruah is used for spirit, and it's the same word for breath. So there's this uh, relationship between spirit and breath. The ancients probably noticed that when something started breathing, 
It was alive, and when it stopped breathing, it was dead. So there's the breath of life, and there's the breath of the Holy Spirit, which is God's life within us. At the end of John's Gospel, for example, Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit on the apostles. So we're going to make use of that revelation in this prayer, that the spirit breath of God can join with our breath to communicate God's life to us. So this is the way the method works. Perhaps at the end of a period of praying with scripture, or again, if you're already recollected, and with this method, you don't even have to be especially recollected. You simply begin by sitting comfortably or lying on the floor. Um, and the point is to be comfortable. Close your eyes. And then you get in touch with your breathing. Breathing normally. And just noticing and following your breath. Invite the Spirit to breathe in your breathing, that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Breath of God, breathes with you and conforms your breathing to the movement of the Spirit, Breath, and Life of God within you. Inhaling, you invite God in. You can use a word or phrase or image to do so. And exhaling, you can praise God or surrender to God, turn your selfishness or stress over to God. And you can also inhale God's presence in silently, exhale in God's presence silently. It's a way of being with God through the use of breath breath which centers us, breath which joins us to God, God's life, God's breathing in us. And at the end, and you might know the end when your eyes open in and of themselves and you just feel like you're done, notice the sights and sounds around you. Give thanks for God's gift of life and breath.